Hello everyone, my name is Ta and welcome to Why You Should Read. This is kind of an experiment. I decided to start a podcast to review books because, well, let's be honest, typing just takes a lot of time and booktube reviews are fun, but I don't see myself doing them in the near future. It's just so much work and I feel like the podcast format is kind of the perfect middle ground for me, so I think I'll be staying here for a while. I've seen actually some some book review podcasts and I was like, oh, this is a thing. I can actually do this. Okay, that's that's cool. So <laughs> my attempt with this is to talk about the books I read and see what about them makes these books work and what about them is something that we can learn from, something that we can think about, something that we can discuss that is valuable and that is good. I believe there are such things in almost every book. Um, and so I will be trying to review most, if not all, of the books that I come across, regardless of whether I like them or not, because really, m- most m- most times I don't like the book, it's because of something subjective. Um, I tend to be very picky about my books in the first place, so like if if I don't think I'm gonna like something, then I don't ju- I just don't pick it up most of the time. So just I'm I'm gonna try to see. Uh, what about certain books didn't work for me and what what is it maybe among those things that some other person might appreciate a lot more that some other person might find perfect basically um so today i'm gonna i'm gonna start by reviewing this is how you lose the time war by amal el motar and max gladstone this is a sci-fi romance book it's fairly short and it is one of the strangest and most beautiful things i've ever read i think so just for for some kind of introduction we follow two points of view we follow red and we follow blue they are from different sides of the same war and it's i mean as the title implies it's the time war uh they go through time through um they call it threads of time they go into the past or into the future uh they jump around time and they fight each other that way they dictate how things happen they dictate how empires rise and fall they dictate how entire cities sink and so on and it's just such a fascinating concept that i really really wanted to start with this book because i have read it two times now and the first time i read it my mind was just so blown away i couldn't talk about it for like a week before i managed to you know keep 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 my composure for long enough to think and discuss this book and so I want to I wanna talk about what really made it so special for me, what really made it work. And after that, I want to discuss what might actually turn you away from it, because this book is definitely not for everyone. I think that's another reason why I picked it to be the first one I'm going to be talking about, because I know a lot of people who just couldn't connect with this book. And let's just get into why I thought it was so amazing, <laughs> because there is there is really a lot to talk about. And the first thing, and I believe the most important thing, given that this is a romance book, just in a sci-fi setting, is the relationship between the two main characters. So we are, as I said, following Red and Blue. They are agents. One is um, on one side that is called the agency, and one is on the other side, it's called the garden. And the agency are these like techie kind of people um, who use all kinds of different tools, and they're um, just all super technical, so to say. And on the other hand, the garden, they're all about nature. And I mean, you, 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 get, you get the point. Um, and so we have these two forces colliding, basically. We have these two agents that are 
supposed to go after each other and kill each other, but they end up developing the cutest relationship of all time. <laughs> I, I enjoyed reading their relationship so much, uh, even though they never meet. That is, that is like, how can you make me root for someone if the two people never actually meet? What, what are you doing? Um, let me explain. <laughs> so, how the book is formatted is that you have a chapter, you have what is happening to uh, red and blue respectively in different chapters, and at the end of every chapter they find a letter from the other, and then we get a letter. And just, they're going through time leaving letters for each other in the most unexpected of places. And it's beautiful. <laughs> just these these letters are so heartwarming and so cute and so charming and so witty actually. It, it, it made me fall for the characters, it made me fall for their dynamics, it's it's just so healthy and so cute, and I, I adored every single bit of it. I didn't expect a romance, I don't know why, because like this is a sci-fi romance book, so I don't know what I thought, but I didn't expect the romance to be so prominent, and yet I was so soaked in. I think it was the perfect choice, I think it worked incredibly well. And just seeing the two of them bicker um, and, you know, wonder about how it is to live in the other's space and how it is to be on the other side. It's it's so heartwarming. And I mean, in the, in the end, it broke my heart because the ending was, you know, um, <laughs> just I, I loved this relationship so much. And it just, you know, it's, it's so, so rare that we see in literature actually like healthy relationships with where people are genuinely curious about each other where people care about each other when it's not only because of some strange external reason but you see like really really deep feelings what i didn't like that much about this is um there is a lot of the word love in the in the last um couple of chapters i was like we really didn't need this but okay whatever i mean i knew i saw from the page that they loved each other and i didn't need a person to be like i love you i love you i love you i was like okay i i know just just leave it like that but really i can say that this is probably my biggest con about the entire book so it shouldn't be a problem unless you're really not used to romance and unless you're really really are not a fan of that, in which case I would recommend just skipping this book altogether because romance is a big part of the story. And apart from that romance part, uh, the setting, just let's talk about the setting because that is the sci-fi part of the sci-fi romance. So the setting is they weave time, they um, go back and forth, they set these traps for each other and it's it uses time travel in such an interesting and unique way. You know, usually what we see with time travel is just dozens of unrelated explanations that don't make any sense with a bunch of plot holes and well if they could go back through time why didn't they go there and this just doesn't exist in this book because it's so um i don't know the the, t the time travel here is so whimsical and um strange actually it's a property of the world more than it is um a plot point it doesn't really matter that they're going through time uh, it's just it's just making everything so much more magical, I would say, because like we don't know how they do it, we don't know what exactly it takes to travel through time, but we see them doing it and we kind of are engulfed in this world, which again is fascinating. There's a lot of different cultures represented in this world and we get to see 
really a wide variety of different settings of different kinds of people of different times and of different places and I appreciated that a lot and I think that this these two authors really took care of portraying these cultures as well as they could and I really appreciated that um the next part and the maybe final one uh, I'm gonna talk about in this section is the mystery I did not see that coming. I really did not see uh, the mystery element coming. Um, it was there from the very, very beginning. So when um, one agent picks up the letter from another, it's usually in some form, um, in some physical thing. So it's either in the water or it's in a seed or some some kind of some kind of physical thing, and they they leave it there. They read the message and they leave the thing there, and then this mysterious figure comes we really don't know who they are what they're doing why they're doing it and they take that evidence with them and we have no idea why and it happens in every chapter at the end of the chapter you think you you only forget about it because you know the the letters are so cute and whatnot and then you hear again the seeker came and then they took whatever it is and you're like, why are you doing this? And it, it was so fun. I did not expect to care about it so much. And I was like, why? Who are you? What are you doing? I, I did not, I did not see that coming. It's not like, it's not listed in, in like the synopsis. And it, I think, and it's, it's not even in the like genre category. There's no mystery tag or anything. And I, I saw it and I was like, who are you? what are you doing and why are you being so creepy um so yeah it, it has a little bit of everything and i really really appreciate this specific blend of things i think because this book is very unlike anything i've read in the past year and i was like wow i, I love this i really really enjoy this um but let me now talk about why i think this book is not gonna work for everyone what i've seen people not like about this book and what have just you know um what i know to be <laughs> problematic points and the first is exactly what we talked about uh is the romance because like if you're generally not a romance reader if you generally don't like romance in your books don't get into the this book expecting it to be sci-fi because it's a romance book in its essence and just you know s skip it if you don't read romance it's it's easy as that but the the next things that i'm going to talk about are maybe not um as subtle except for this next one which is the prose so the prose is in this book mm, how do i call it it is intentionally pretentious i think <laughs> because um it's not your typical flowery let me explain for 50 pages how he mows the lawn i'm looking at you Anna Karenina. um it's it's just um the it's just so full of uh, colorful descriptions of things that you can smell and see and touch and of things that are abstract and it it serves the purpose like the entire thing sounds super pretentious and it's a lot of fun but i know that for a lot of people it didn't work um what i would suggest in that regard is i will be leaving the link um in the description um and to to the book and i suggest just take a look at the first few pages and see if the prose is going to work for you because if you are not okay with it after two pages you're not going to be okay after a hundred and something pages um and so just take note of that because that is sometimes people just really don't like the book and they can't exactly pinpoint why and most of the times it's because the prose is so uh 
um, I don't know how to call it, pompous, maybe, <laughs> that, that people just don't see it working. A lot of people like simpler prose, and if you're looking for that, you're not going to find it in this book. Um, that kind of ties in with uh, another thing that people don't tend to love about this book, and that is that it's pretty abstract. It kind of connects to the time travel thingy, because uh, we for a pretty good percentage of the book, we hear about them traveling through time, but it's so abstract. We don't, we're not familiar of this usage of the words um, that they use to, to show that people are traveling through time. And you hear of like braiding time and um, going down thread, up thread. You, you, you're not explained. You, I mean, you, you don't get an explanation for anything and you're just let alone to figure it out. And sometimes it's just very very abstract and if you're not paying attention generally to the book if you're not super immersed then that's definitely going to break it for you because it's an abstract book what can i say um another thing that might um come as a result of all of this uh relationship focus is that plot really does take a backseat and is used more to show both the characters and the setting um so we just get to see kind of episodic pieces of red and blue going through their ordinary war life and going from one place in time to another place in time and just seeing them work against each other, seeing them search for the letters and seeing them, you know, interact with with um, with the world around them. That is the whole purpose of the plot, really. We don't get, um, we get a bit closer to the end. We get some um, some plot moving, but really most of this book doesn't really care about the plot. Uh, so if you're a plot-driven reader, I can definitely see how this can be um, discouraging. But if none of these things bother you, and if, or if you think that you want to try, despite generally not liking one or the other, I would definitely suggest taking a look at the first chapter, taking a look at the f first few pages, and seeing for yourself, because this book is very hard to talk about. I mean, I've been talking about it for like 15 minutes, but it's it's very, very hard to talk about because it's so oddly specific. Like, I, I don't think I've ever had an experience like this. I'm currently reading a book that has a similar feel to, to it of like just beautiful and mysterious and what the hell is going on. But I think this was the first time that I was like, wow, this can happen in literature. Um, I, I don't know, maybe I've just... I'm just used to, to reading a lot of wildly different things and I've just never come across something like that. But I, I think this book is incredibly unique and incredibly interesting and just a very nice, quick, fun and heartbreaking read. So if you if you feel like giving it a shot, I would definitely recommend it. As for this podcast, I don't know. I think this went well. Um, uh, it was definitely fun for me to, to talk about this book. And I would like to know your thoughts if you have read this book or if you haven't, do you plan to? Uh, I will be leaving in the description uh, my email address. And I will also be leaving a form that you can fill in where you can tell me which book you think I should review next and give me a, a short description um, of the book or a short pitch, so to say. Um, I would be very, very happy to get recommendations for people as if my TBR is not already overflowing and about to fall entirely onto my head. But, you know, there's there's always space for, for another book on the list. So 
I don't know, I guess this is the end. <laughs> um, in, the, in the next episode, I will be reviewing Voice of War by Zach Argyle. This is a self-published fantasy book that I really, really enjoyed and I can't wait to talk about. So um, be sure to keep up, be sure to subscribe if you like this, uh, and we will talk about it in a week or so. Bye! Mm-hmm.